called the January 23rd meeting of the Sac County Supervisors to order. I would entertain a motion and second to approve the minutes from the January 16th meeting. I'll move to approve the minutes. Second. Motion and second to approve the minutes. Anybody have any questions or comments or anything? Yeah. That being the case, all in favor of the motion carrying say aye. 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 Opposed. Second. We've got a motion and a second to approve the agenda. Any questions or comments? Hearing none. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Um, let's take a quick look at the claims. We got, there's not a lot of them right now, so. I'll make a motion to approve the claims. I'll second that. There's $25,521. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, there's been a motion to second to approve the claims for $25,521.40. Any questions or comments? Other than that's a pretty low number, it seems, but um, doing once a week though now. We're going to talk about yeah. it. We haven't discussed it. Oh, okay. That's why I, I jumped the gun. There's been. Uh, motion and second. All in favor say aye. 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 Motion carries. Shall we go to Matt? Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are you doing? Great. Great to see you. I live in Odiebold, Iowa. Um, I own um, the property at uh, 110 Walnut Street in Odebol is my dad's old shop. I'm in the current process of selling my farm and I want to put a building up on that property, um, 30 by 100. Um, the reason I'm here today is because there is a property down from me. It is at 112 Walnut and that is uh, James Feeblecorn. And, uh, I'm asking you guys, uh, there is an outstanding tax sale on the property and uh, the taxes are high. What I would, um, I am suggesting is I noticed that the taxes haven't been paid since uh, 2011 and I was just kind of hoping that you guys would allow me to uh, obtain the property under new ownership and to maintain it and to uh, pay taxes on it if there is any way we could do that. Uh, mainly I don't want to put a building up if around a property that's not maintained because then it will make my property look bad. And trying to get customers coming in and everything and it looks like a jungle down around there, it's really tough. So that's what I'm asking for help for. It's the address is 112 Walnut Street. What do you This is down by the tracks. Yeah, right down by the elevator where my dad's shop is. And uh, there was a there used to be where the popcorn plant used to have its buildings, and then there's a platform. And I'm currently in uh, 
getting plans made to put a hundred by thirty foot, hundred a thirty foot wide by a hundred foot long building there, because my business is sandblasting and uh, painting and bodywork. So I just mainly want to put the building up, but I just want to kind of keep the properties looking good. And I noticed that thing has been really shabby for a long time. And I just wanted to know from you guys if you could help me obtain it so I can go and maintain it and, and that. So the county has the tax sale certificate on it. So we would assign it, it would be an assignment. And what he's wanting is like, because it's, it's got almost, well, what is it? Almost $4,200 in back taxes, but when you go back and look at it, it's $44 a year for the property he's asking about. So, and he's wanting to abate those back taxes for it. I yes, appreciate it, you. and I will maintain it, and I'll take care of it. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> yep, thank you. Okay, so if we move to the Sac County Library Association. That would be us. Yeah, Good morning. You guys, huh? well, thank you for coming. <laughs> it's time for your yearly day with the Sac County Librarians. Um, I have reports for you from all the libraries, and um, just a summary of what we're asking for this year. Everybody have one that needs one. Um, we're um, asking for a five percent increase um, this year. Um, I wish I could tell you a more glamorous story of what we're going to do with the money, but the truth is, um, with with inflation a few years ago, really we all really took a big hit. You know, we're small libraries with small budgets, and um, where we could once buy books for twenty-five dollars a book, they're now up to thirty-two dollars a book, and that's with our library discount. Everything, everything we have across the board is higher. Um, we're just, we're all just trying to keep our heads above water. Um, the, the one year that inflation went up took a really, now you did, you were generous last year and gave us a 5% increase, which helped. But we were trying to offset an 8% inflation rate at that point, so we were still falling behind. Um, uh, the, the, while inflation has stabilized, we're still playing catch-up. Costs remain high, as you well know. Once costs go up, they generally don't come And so, so all of our materials um, have went up. Our books, our, um, we all do a lot of programming, which involves supplies, simple supplies, paper, um, markers, paint, you know, everything like that. Um, programming is one of our big driving factors right now. The Auburn Public Library last year had 120 kids sign up for our library program. This is town of theoretically 266 people. The census told us that, but we don't believe that. <laughs> um, we don't know where the other uh, 100 people went that they said left. But at, a, at any rate, um, programming is big. People are looking for stuff to do for their kids in the summer. 
So, so, so when you're, when you're um, funding all the supplies that go into that, you know, it, it becomes costly. Um, but it's also one of the most successful things we've done. Uh, I mean, you guys have anything you want to add to it? One of the things that I think we need to know is, during the summer, we always provide, I'm sorry, those stairs are going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> we provide some elaborate programs, and as echoing to the, that we need supplies, but also, to have a performer come, we've, we have kind of tried to stretch that out, because I signed up for one this week, and it's $375. Just to have one presenter, and that's your lower. We're not getting into the upper case presenters. We're getting to the guys who are, and, and we work collaboratively. Um, your Sac County librarians work collaboratively. So often we can get a performer, and if two of the rest of us will book them, we get a discount. So we try to discount them wherever we can. We try to work together wherever we can. But still, that's one presenter. Now, where most of us are looking at, we, we provide a minimum of a four week program. Most of us provide eight weeks. We try to cover June and July you know, to keep the kids doing something. And, and between the crafts we do, the activities we do, and I mean, you put three presenters together and that's $900, you know, which, which for a small library. Last year we had a program between Chia Pets, we made them, not if you really want to hear about Chia Pets, but um, we had 145 people attend that. It was, it just kept coming. So those are, you know, 145 are trying to figure that into the small budgets that we have. And what we also discovered during COVID, which um, was that um, people love take and make bags because we have working families, okay? So while you cannot always bring your kid to a two o'clock or three o'clock library program, what you can do is stop at the library on your way home from work, pick up the take and make bag, take it home, sit down with your kids, read the book, do the activity. You know, I have, I have, it's one of the most popular things I do, even after COVID was over and we started having in-person programming again, I've kept the take and makes going because the popularity is undeniable. It's undeniable. I mean, I have, I have parents sending me pictures of them at the kitchen table with their kid doing the take and make activity. So, so that was something we learned during COVID and, and it's hard to stop a program whose popularity is so it's making an impact on it's families, making an impact. Children's children's During the summer, grand or grandparents often take their grandchildren a week or two. And so it never fails. We have a, grand, a grandparent week. What do you have for this kid to do? And <laughs> yeah, well, that's, that's what it is. It, it really, really is. And it's, a, it's called, you know, libraries, we're about leveling the play, playing field between the have and have nots, but we're also a quality of life issue. And we're being asked to fill more and more spots. As we go to a more and more digital world, we often have, I'm sure the other libraries experience the same thing as I do, we have older patrons who rely on the librarians to help them navigate um, all these forms that they now have to submit digitally. So we have to keep our software up to date. Um, everything is just accelerated. So we know you are in the beginning of your budgeting process. All we're asking is if you have the money, we can put it to wonderful use for you. Um, we all know how to stretch penny, you know, um, and like I said, we work, we work collaboratively and, and save costs wherever we can. Any of you other librarians have anything to add to that? The only other thing while we have your attention real quickly is um, I, in December we sent out, we worked together on um, a county contract. 
which basically just puts down in writing what we've been doing all these years. Um, the State Library of Iowa has encouraged us to do this in writing, you know, because it's all about transition. So, I am not going to be the Auburn Librarian forever. At some point, um, another librarian will take over. So, when it's in writing, the expectation is there. It the just holds libraries accountable. Yeah. Um, for one example would be the head librarian. Uh, we have to do continuing at 45 hours of continuing it during a three-year period. So if we have Donetta does not do her um, do her accreditation, then you know that's when this comes into play. So so this a tier one library is the lowest level you can be, which is but it's it's you know it keeps the library accountable. There are not a whole lot of things you have to do to be a tier one library. But the, but the thing that happened a few years back was with the Linton Library. Um, they went through a transition of several librarians, and um, and a lot of things got lost in the in the translation. And one of the librarians decided that she did not feel it was worth it to um, do her accreditation or do her continuing education and become a certified library director. So because we had nothing in writing, you know, I mean, we just don't. None of us make a lot of money, you know. So so what we all we ask is that each what each library do the minimum amount, be at least a tier one library to get county funds because otherwise, you know it's a requirement for us to get any state funding. Yeah, and if to get anything from the state we have to be a tier one library. So we just didn't know if you um, I sent this out in notes yeah, I mailed it out December twentieth. I sent a hard copy um, I mailed it snail mail, I sent a hard copy for each of you. And so we'd just like you to consider it. Um, the the Stack County Librarians met over a period of time. We based this on the Calhoun County Library contract which we felt was a very good contract. And it, it addresses, it's pretty simple. It doesn't change the dynamic between the libraries and the supervisors in any way, shape, or form. The two things it mainly spells out is that the libraries are required to be, uh, have a certified director and be at least a tier one library. And the other thing that it addressed that had never been addressed before is what happens if the Sac County Library closes? You know, I mean, in this day and age, and, and after what we saw in Lytton, it took them a long time to find a library. So what happens if a Sac County Library closes? And one of the clauses in this address is that if Sac County Library closes, then the funding that they would get gets split equally among the other among the other libraries. And that's something that was not addressed. So so um, the I in, the Lytton sits in both Calhoun and and Sac County. So in talking to the Lytton Library Director, she said how it goes for Calhoun County is when the supervisors get out the budget, then they write in they write in an amount and then they send it out to the first library alphabetically. And then the librarians pass it around and have it signed the agreement signed between all of them. So all we're asking is if you would consider consider doing this in writing. It does it's not anything different than we have been doing all these years. It's just all about accountability. Yeah, it's just about accountability. Expectation and accountability. Because as supervisors change, librarians change. I know that um, our Northwest Web, Bonnie McEwen, had told us that a situation came up in, I believe it was Pocahontas, where they had a different auditor come on board and they had nothing in writing. And that auditor um, arbitrarily decided she was going to change how the formula for how the, the libraries got the money, the county funding divided. Because there was nothing in writing, it was hard to you know, it was hard to they it was an issue for them that they they had to address. So that's the other thing we would ask that you would, would consider.
Well, let me tell you that being an educator for 30 plus years, I really appreciate everything that the libraries do for the students and everybody during the summer in their off time. I Thank think you. it's Thank you. I think it's paramount. It's, it's something very special that they need, and I, I think it's a great thing. Um, that being said, um, we are in the midst of some legislation that is going to start taking a making some changes in our budgets and things like that. So we will we will definitely do what we can to help. But please understand up front we're we're dealing with some things too that we absolutely we understand we, that. We're 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 doing some things that are, are very interesting too. So we will do that. We understand you're in a changing, you know, yeah. when most of us keep up with what's yeah. going on. They change They change at your level, they change at our level, yeah. and yeah. it just happens. Yeah. And, All we're asking is if you have it, we, yeah. can, we can put we it to work. We we we're really good and careful. We'll do our best. We need to talk about those dates on that contract. Yeah, we can't that's what I was. Um, with your contract, yes. I looked through. I looked through your contract. I had our attorney look through your contract. Jim looked through the contract. The only trouble that we have with that with that contract, mm -hmm. and it, we'll have to. I mean, you can we can negotiate that. Hopefully, it would work out. We we need to change that February date. The February five. Uh, and I can't remember where it's at. Let's see here. I think it asks Fe the county to commit to a dollar number um, by, by February first. Oh, okay. Well, we can absolutely do that. We were we, just we need to change that to what? Well, it depends on when your budget hearing is. When we finally know what what numbers go where. I mean, what would be so, the latest date? Though? Well, we have to be certified. We have to certify our budget by April thirtieth. So. So uh, if we could put April thirtieth. Change that to there, April thirtieth. Yeah. That would make a big difference. I don't, I don't think we have a problem with that, do we? And that's just for... No, we, no, no. We have up till that. Hopefully we're not at that date still trying to figure things out. Well, but you know, it's just a little harder than that. <laughs> we, can, we can absolutely do that. I'll, I'll alter the contract. I'll change that date to April 30th. I can send you out the copies again. Um, then I personally would not have any problems with it after that. <clears throat> if we can get that date changed, that's a... That would be a hiccup we would have to work through. We can do that. We can do that. I mean, by and large, most of us have to. So we're playing a guessing game. Most of us have to have our budgets for our next fiscal year into our cities by January. Yeah. You know, but there's no way you can tell us. So we generally base our budgets on what you've given us the year before. If you give us an increase, then we amend and, you know, and go from there. So, so, so the I, the April won't for us will really won't make a, a difference because we're guessing. And even if we had a February first, we've already had to turn in our budgets by then. Well, that would sure help us, I think. So April thirtieth is the date you need on that. Librarians, are we good with that? I don't think this should be copy out to like my just one copy is good enough. Just one copy. If that's all you're changing the date. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Okay. I have a question. It says on the Sac City Public Library has 173,000 books. Is that correct? Yes, it actually is. It because is? We contract with the state library. 
to provide ebook services. So oh, okay. it's all over the state. So yes, that is the correct number. Just, it's a lot of books, isn't that's it? That's a lot of books. <laughs> <laughs> but we have patrons sure that, reading. you know, they want the actual book. We have some that are reading on their Kindle, and to have that, that access available yeah. is huge. Yeah. I mean, we have patrons in the Auburn Library that never walk into the library. You know, with your Auburn Library card, you get access to the ebook service. And so, and I understand that being a working person, when you're done with work at 5.30, you don't always feel like going in the library and browsing. But you can sit down in your jammies in your chair and, and go through the ebooks and, and the, check something. The nice thing about having it also in print is users will get on the, the ebook system and they want to read the latest and greatest from like John Sanford. They can be on that wait list for months to get it. Whereas if they come into the library, they might have to wait a week or two and then they'll be able to check it out. Yeah. I mean, we had to, our, like yours, um, libraries are how we operate is changing. Things that we have to be fluid with things. You know, the library is no longer just the walls of the building, it goes beyond that. It's, it's the resources you can access through our website. Through our, through our online catalog. Um, there's homework help they can have, um, access um, digitally from their house. And, um, and your library card is the key to all that. So we always have to be open to bobbing and reading to what, what, what we need to do. Thank you. We appreciate yes, thank you. And we appreciate what you, what you yeah. do for us. You have always, the Sac County Supervisors have always been very supportive of, um, of our uh, mission and we feel like you get us. So so we appreciate whatever you can do for us. We really do. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. And all the libraries, even you know, the ones that aren't here. Did thank you tell them about the phone cannon? Which was a very... <laughs> the museum paid for phone cannon. We partner often with the Auburn Historical Society. My friend Jane Bardo here and I. I think we beat your 145. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. We, we made history in for, for the year For our year-end finale, for the kids that had participated in anything, we hired a guy with a foam cannon who came out to the ball fields and for one hour shot foam that does not dissolve out into the ball field. And the kids, we Not have fancy. kids, adults, whatever. Um, we had, I mean, I did not know there were so many people no. in Auburn. It was amazing. We had to keep an eye on the little ones. Yeah. They could just disappear. Yeah, the they just disappear, disappear in the foam. <laughs> I had one pop up out of the foam and say, John, you did this. is the best this? day of my life, you know. So, <laughs> so it's like their reward. We for, did the same know. thing, and we borrowed the snow cone machine from the rec center. The kids thought they had died and yeah. gone to heaven. Yeah. Yeah. Foam. So, so it's not just you. it's not just here. Read this book, you know. It's 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 a lot of quality of life things. Yeah. Um, it's things that, that make them um, get excited, and you know, you bring a kid in a library enough, and even the most reluctant reader is going to check something. We out, are acutely know. aware that there are children in our town and county who do not get the opportunity to leave SAC. So what we do, that's what they get. She said that very well. Auburn is the same way. We know there are kids in Auburn who will not go to a museum, who will not go to a zoo, who will not leave town the entire summer. So we bring it to them. So we bring it to them. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything. You're up, Jamie. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Okay, so that means the society.
Okay, I found bearing gifts, but they're under the gift threshold because when you pass out a, a 2024 calendar in the latter part of January, it's not worth too much. But there you go. And it's were you wonderful? And you're supposed to hang it in the courthouse. You have to hang in the courthouse, and it really is. Uh, a very small gift for um, uh, all the support you guys have shown to us. And let me forgive my tremors again. Use that. And it's paper clip because there's an extra report back there. I gotta have one. Uh, Yes, so the R Iowa calendar, uh, they are going to do a picture next year of Grant Park. And the newly installed boat ramp, or I call it boat ramp, but that whole area there. So uh, we can look forward to that. All right, this is for the Sac County Historical Society. And uh, the big news, we've been undergoing uh, getting things a little more formalized uh, uh, a little more recorded I'd say as a group and um, we have about 60 members when they all attend um, that represent the seven museums in Sac County uh, our annual meetings coming up and it'll be in Auburn this year um, the Auburn Museum sits right next to, in fact, it's part of the same building, it's the old fire station in Auburn. So Donita is a great help for when I'm not there, she can give access to the museum and she, as you can tell, very very well can describe the, the assets of the museum. That said, um, our annual meeting is typically uh, the last Tuesday in April and we bring everyone together and talk about uh, what our activities are, what our focus should be. And as president, um, I'm going to present the concept of uh, which they're all doing anyway, uh, more economic development. Look at the value in the museums in attracting people, in attracting, let's get down to the nitty gritty, in attracting donations because that has been a magnet in all of the communities for some hefty donations and that trickles down to a lot of the other groups in the uh, uh, community. So, uh, that said, the other big thing that's been going on is we had property actually under the Sac County Historical uh, Group that, that was technically owned by the Sac County Historical Group, but it wasn't. And somehow through the years, and there's a lot of history to it that you, you all probably know more of the detail than I, but at any rate, it, it, there was nothing wrong with that, but it needed to go to the respective museums that actually uh, occupied those buildings. I'll say it that way. Nemaha was one. Nemaha ended up getting um, working with the city. We transferred title to that. Actually, it was, uh, I believe, a piece of property, not necessarily a building. Um, 
we transferred that from our group to uh, the city of Nemaha. They took possession of that. Now they're responsible for the insurance and that sort of thing uh, for the Nemaha Historical Society, which the city owns the new building there. Uh, there's a report on all of the things going on there. It's really amazing. But that property has now, that is done. Uh, Lytton just finished theirs as well. So Lytton set up a nonprofit to actually receive the property. It didn't go into the city, it went to this nonprofit, and that transaction has taken place. We have signed over, <coughs> I signed over the deed for the Lytton building to the nonprofit. And if you really want to see the, the uh, transaction documents, let me know and I can. And I can uh, speak for uh, Lance Wilhelm. He said that uh, the transfer documents, I'm going to call them, there's several, are on uh, the attorney's desk here in Sac City uh, to transfer right now all of the depot, the, all of the property that Sac City has is under the Sac County Historical Society. It needs to be moved to whatever entity they decide uh, is the proper entity uh, because, for example, there is the issue of the insurance out there. Um, we, we own the property, but we don't insure the property. And it needs to go to the museum that actually monitors, manages, and for all intents and purposes owns, is responsible for the property. So that's in process. Lance assures me that should happen very, very soon. Uh, so those are big things. I just want to say generally we did not ask for any any type of a uh, increase. I understand. Uh, we all understand what's going on with budgets. And we also understand that uh, funding a museum is probably not the most popular or uh, needy thing uh, on, on your agenda. And so we're asking if we can stay at the current rate but what you'll see in this report is that that $11,095 funds seven museum. It basically is, I'm going to exaggerate a little bit here, but 50 times returned for basically paying for the overhead for those museums if there's electrical, if there's uh, all of the incidentals, the insurance, all of that sort of thing. Um, and it helps promote uh, the connectivity of those uh, museums. I'll, I'll just go through real, real quickly, because you've heard all the pitches, and I, I don't want to bore you. Uh, Auburn, uh, we rely heavily on uh, our raffle, and that raffle we do with the library, and we get things donated. Two of the biggest items are um, more concrete, uh, a load of concrete, uh, they donate, and uh, Vanami Construction donates a load of white rock. And we get everybody in there, we think it's Casino Royal out, out there. Um, that really, really helps us. And so what's, what's embedded in that 13575 it um, more than half of that came from the museum's half of the a raffle. So, but there are uh, several other donations in there as well. Uh, Lytton, uh, 
they're just getting started as kind of a newly organized uh, group, and you can see their activities. Uh, Wall Lake as well, uh, they've changed some uh, membership there, and, and in some cases those donations include membership fees. Some of them have membership fees. Um, Lakeview, uh, they've had a couple of, they found that putting TVs, rather than the old, the previous way of putting historical pictures in a binder or up on a wall or other ways of put them on the TV, rotate them on the TV, and people will stay for hours. You know, make a nice sitting area. Uh, they said that's been extremely popular. The other thing that's extremely popular in Lake Group is their uh, Pioneer Days, I believe they called it. Um, yes, and uh, she mentioned they had a huge turnout for that. Uh, Odebode is always got something going on. The summer tea was, uh, they actually had a waiting list for the summer tea event that they did. Um, and I'll say a little bit more about Odebode in the, in the actual reports of theirs. Sac City always has huge numbers. They have so many features up there, so many displays. Uh, we're really, really fortunate that they're part of the system. And they do a lot with the newspaper and um, Facebook and that sort of thing as well. And you can see their breakout. Uh, Nemaha is very, very interesting because you know you've got maybe a core group of six people there, but they are into it. And um, they have a loft that they intend to put, uh, that you can see it's open, that uh, they intend to put all kinds of farm implements, machinery type things. Uh, and they're really coming along. And uh, Hazel's display was something they're especially proud of, as I understand that she was the uh, main piece in Nemaha forever and ever. Did she have a restaurant there? Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? And just recreated the whole thing. They didn't have it quite done. We met there last year at the building. We should, they didn't have it quite done at that time, but uh, they're excited to show that. And they, they're really going gun home. Um, and then that's, that's the seven museums. Uh, they are alive, well, and doing a lot of community uh, events. Uh, making history relevant isn't always the easiest thing to do, but if you wrap it in an event and uh, make it entertaining, uh, people really show up for it. And then the um, Odeboat has such fantastic uh, historical assets, I call it. Um, I asked her to add a report here. She's not asking for funding. She's on a different funding um, source. Uh, and they do a lot of fundraising themselves. But it has grown from basically a display of a rural school to a research center. It is nothing short of amazing. And uh, you can read in here where they just finished cataloging all of these uh, historically precious books. It, it really is becoming an amazing, uh, it, it is an amazing uh, display of rural uh, education. So that is uh, our Historical Society for Sac County. Any questions?
I appreciate it. Appreciate the past well, thank support you too. You bet. Thank all the museums in the county for doing what I they will. do. I will. I will. They always want to know what did they say? What did they say? Well, <laughs> so, tell them we're thankful for what they do. That's, that's, well, uh, and if you, I know with your schedules, you hardly have a life the way it is. But if you, if you ever want a quick tour of some of the places, give us a call. And, we get the band out. For sure. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Okay. Hey. Can I ask you? Yeah. Where do you want to go to the claims process? Yeah. <coughs> we, uh, recently we've been getting penalized for uh, late, with late charges for some of the utilities that uh, we used to light the building and heat the building and whatnot. So what we've thought about and um, what we'd like to do is present claims for consideration on every Tuesday instead of twice a month. We can avoid some of those penalties and late charges that way. Um, and it'll make that number look smaller each time you look at it, Mike, if that's, if that's a consideration. Uh, no, it, we've talked about it in the auditor's office. It's not going to cause any kind of a problem for us as far as scheduling. Um, I just wanted to bring that to the board for your consideration. If it works for you, it will certainly work for us. Could we, could we then just approve the minutes and the claims all in, a, all in one motion then? Is that a possibility? Um, the only problem with that, if, if there'd be a correction to the minutes or if there'd be a question on one of the claims, I'd prefer to keep them separate. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I just yeah. Once in a great it. while, you know, we don't meet on a Tuesday. I mean, so right. yeah. it'll just have to carry over yeah. until the and that's yeah, where and, we and, run into we can do that, but more often than not, we end up with issues like we've got right now, where we've got like, you know, from claims last week to the next time we pay claims, we're looking at three weeks in there. Yeah. And I think it will also help with, um, you know, Mike, you and I kind of talked about making sure that you guys got the information a little sooner before the meeting. Yeah. We're going to have to put in some like hard cutoff dates on yeah. those claims coming in, and that allows us to do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, that would be see those with the agenda. Well, that way we, we don't have to fumble through them. I think it's a simple change that will work better for everybody in the end. Yeah. Well, and it would save some late fees. Yeah. It's probably not a ton of money, but it's some. So. Well, it, no, it's not a lot of money, but it, it causes a lot of confusion for um, my staff. You know, when yeah. somebody calls and says, where's this bill or this and that, and we call and ask them if we can skip that penalty you know there's yeah. it just it's just a time center yeah. well and i know there's businesses out there and some of the things that i've done that will not let you order things without paying up front because you didn't get them paid by a certain amount of time and things like that so yes. it would stay help us in that respect also so do we need a motion to put through this I'll make a motion that would change the claims process to Every week, so but twice a month. I'll second it. Then motion and second to change the claims process to weekly. Any 
other questions or discussion from anyone? Yes. So will you be publishing the claims every week then? Probably. How we'll do it? Okay. It's the same amount of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it's just four <laughs> times instead of twice. Twice, yeah. Anything else from anyone? There's been a motion and a second to approve. All in favor say aye. 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 No, unopposed. Hopefully that'll streamline things a little bit better for everyone. Yeah. County attorney. He just oh. asked me to be here, so he's talking a little And I don't have an application for that one yet. So I sent I handed out this sheet of remaining funds in that ARPA fund where what we have now uncommitted And does that include the 50 that was, 51 was decommitted? That is, that has not been decommitted yet. Okay. So that's the total? That's what's not committed. That's what I'm reporting to the IRS right now. Here. To the Treasury. IRS? Oh boy. Well, U.S. Treasury. Right. <laughs> Sounds better. <laughs> it does soften it a little bit, doesn't yeah, it? Not by much. So are you guys ready for yeah. K-9? Yeah. So, I filled out, I didn't fill it out because the ARPA application as it exists now currently contemplates um, the ARPA conditions internally that were in place when there was still a board, when the money still had to be connected to, there's some nexus to public health emergency. That doesn't exist anymore. The, the board that was uh, created to um, you know, oversee the you know, the disbursement of the ARPA funds that was at 2021, 22, no longer exists. And so that's you guys that makes that decision. And um, so that's a long way of saying, I didn't fill out a formal application I have in front of me because all the answers were basically no. The only substantive answer, or only substantive component was describe the project, tell us what you want to accomplish. Everything else was, is a project identified in the existing planning document? No. There's nothing that's going to be impacted requiring additional monies. I don't mean to interrupt you, but yeah. we did not go back and change the application when those things were done. But I do need an, a written application for the reporting requirements. Okay, well, I don't know how to answer so, this. This, this I don't know how to answer this part right here. Does it support the public health response? No. Address negative economic impacts? No. Replace the lost public sector revenue? No. Invest in water sewer? No. So, I mean, I can answer no to all of those, but I still want an application coming back and saying, why is he answering no to everything? And then, you know, still, I, and, and that's fine. I'll, 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 I'll make an application that, that has that in there. I understand we're that we need that, so, but. Yeah, we've just kind of made <laughs> the other ones work as long as there's a description in Right, there. so I can, I can do that for you. Right now, I, I just have, so, I mean, this isn't, the request that the sheriff and I are making is for $25,000 for a re, uh, to be applied for reward for the, for, uh, information that leads to the whereabouts of Dave Schultz, the missing truck driver. Um, 
think that's uh, you know a good use of the money monies that are available. Um, you know, uh, historically we don't have uh, our own tip line, our own re you know reward service, but you know Kenny had been working with the you know the Crime Stoppers. Crime Stoppers, you know the Crime Stoppers organization that's existed for a long time now, and kind of resurrected that. And uh, what I'm trying to figure out now is, you know, we can use the money for Sac County. Um, it's kind of complicated just because, in terms of, we can't give it to private entities, right? I don't. I mean, Crime Stoppers is probably kind of a quasi, you know, I won't say a state actor, but it's a, it's a private entity. So, if we, if this request is granted, the $25,000 would remain with Sac County with Crime Stoppers facilitating the tips, facilitating, you know, the incoming information. And if there's a payout, then that, that money would go from Sac County directly to, you know, the individual. I think I think there's a change on that. Is that okay? a conversation this morning. <coughs> we can't we can't use that money into a nonprofit. Right. So we would have to keep it with us in our secret investigation line item. Right. That's so, kind of so, what I, so, I mean, we can't give that money to Crime Stoppers and have them write the check. Right. That's, yep. So okay. the check would be coming from Sac County. Right. But Crime Stoppers would be the third party, the you know the, the you know the, the entity that does the you know that communicates with Sac County, communicates with any tip you know providers, and then will identify an individual to be paid if the certain criteria are met. Those criteria are still being drafted. Um, the only other thing is a deadline. So, yeah. Because we have to have this money earmarked by the end of the year. So, the end of the year, it's earmarked and then it has to be spent by when? 26. So, if we keep it in, in the sheriff's line item right now. Until November, end of November. Right. Then, uh, you know, we can commit it. Um, you know, the sheriff and I have talked about this too. Another thing that. Let's just hope that. You know, one way or another, that money. But but at the end of November, if it's not allocated to, or if nothing is developed where we spend that by the end of November, that money comes off the table for a reward. Right. So that that would be the conditions, and that'd be just for the mere fact that we have to have it committed. And I don't want the federal government coming in and saying, "Well, you didn't spend it. You you know, there's no commitment. It's just hanging out there." I think an argument could be made, and having it in this balance. <coughs> um, I, there's just too many issues that would, that, in my mind, that would flow from the time expiring and that money still remaining there, and then us paying it out after the fact. You know, with that with the deadline that that, that exists now. So the, the suggestion that you know the sheriff made to me is something that Sac County desperately needs is a celebrate machine, which is a machine that uh, downloads the contents of a cell phone whenever we have an investigation. Uh, we get a search warrant. We get a warrant to look through phones. I mean, phones are, you know, ubiquitous. They're they're used in you know everyday life, and and the criminal you know enterprise especially is is uh, is is a user of cell phones and cell phone technology. Right now, where do we go to get our phones dumped? It's called a phone dump. Well, we either go to Spencer, we go to Susan, <laughs> sometimes we go to Starlight. We got to audit them maybe a couple times. Yeah, we don't have that. We don't have the technology in. 
you know, thankful for the, you know, the, the, the entities that are helping us with that, but to speed up our investigations, we would have, you know, that, that anyway, as, a, you know, a plan B for the money, that would be the plan B. What, what does that cost, uh, home dump? If Audubon does it, it's a hundred bucks. I mean the machine. Oh, yeah. I'm not for sure because you have the machine, you have the technology, and you have the training. And then there's also so, the software updates. <clears throat> yeah. Anything else you have so I don't have an exact number today. What what that would be? Fifty thousand, do you think? It, it might be. You know, by the time you get everything wrapped up into it. Yeah, I'm not. But, tracking but that's just yeah. I'm not tracking it. It's just a guess. But. So. But that's something we could allocate at, at the end of November that that, that 25000 if it's not spent, and let's hope it's spent, if it's not spent, then but that we could allocate it towards that project and have that in place by the 26th deadline. Well, I mean, what I'm, well, I guess I'm proposing today is because we don't have, I, I don't want to have an approval today as to celebrate because, you know, that's, I think that's something that we can do, you know, within the, Whatever the time constraints are, we have a board meeting to decide whether or not the conditions are met and what it would be a week before the deadline, two weeks before the deadline, whatever. And then at that time decide, you know, as a plan B, this is what, you know, the sheriff wants to do. If the board disagrees and wants to do something else with it, they can. We'd still have time to do that. That would be tough to do that, though, because the time for allocating the money had already no, we've got till December 30th or 24th to allocate it. We have 30 days. Yeah. But we need that month of December to get our reports filed and, and get everything So we like, we're, look, we're looking at the second week of November. Yeah. Be fine. Yeah. Okay. So the second week of November, you know, hopefully, if we don't pay this out, then hopefully we don't need to pay it out because, you know, the, the purpose of it's already been met for other means. Well, let's hope we have to pay it out. But if we don't, you know. So that's the request. Um, I'll get something in paper, Renee, and get that to you. Yeah, it doesn't, even if it's not this application, if you just want to write up a summary of what. Right. You want to wait for that till we have time? Well, I think that probably. I think, I mean, I think you can act. Yeah, I mean, so you're just doing that for the reporting. Requirements, for the right? So if. If I were to state that the, the describing yes. the project right now and this, and this put that in an application, a written application, make the oral request right now, put it in the written application, give to you for reporting requirements, noting in the resolution, the board's decision acting on my oral request. I think she's fine. And they have a crime stoppers meeting tomorrow, the first one since it's been reorganized. So. Um, if, if this is approved, I'd really like our rep to be able to set and say, you know, <coughs> when you, you guys can advertise for a reward of up to twenty-five thousand. I'll make that motion. We approve this request. Approval request. Can you then get something right? Yeah, I'll, I'll get that too. My, so the request is for twenty-five thousand to be used as a reward for um, the purposes of obtaining. Information and the whereabouts of, of uh, missing truck driver Dave Schultz. With the understanding that if that money is not spent, that the second week of November 2024 will reconvene 
and then decide at that time what to do with the money. That's the request. <coughs> I'll put that in writing. I'll second the motion. <coughs> There's been a motion and a second to approve the Arbor request from county attorney and county law enforcement. Any other questions or comments? Then I would ask for a vote. All in favor, say aye. 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 There's none opposed. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Ken. Yes, thank Thanks, you. Ken. And thank Thanks, you for your thought. Trying, trying to put it all together. <coughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. We have my budget now. Let's wait till we adjourn the board meeting. Oh, yeah, because it's just separate things. Oh, yeah, sure. Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to? Perfect. Because we have another one I'd love to. You bet. If it's before 1130, just come in. Levy Township appointments for trustees. We have some vacancies on the Levy Township uh, Board of Trustees. Um, and that Levy Township was one of those where the township appointed and not elected. And the people that, um, the former trustee and trustees and clerk uh, resign and it's it's been our practice that they find their replacements and so their replacements are Caitlin Geek the clerk Jeff Schrader and Josh Blair um, as the trustees
original contract amount was $192,705. The final amount is $186,780. So it's a little bit of money. Uh, on the map. So. I'll make a motion to pay the fund for that one. Retain each fee. You're going to switch those around. I'll second it. put that on yours. I'll put that on there's been a motion and a second to approve the claim. Any comments or questions from anyone? All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, there are none. Okay, so this is a right away payment policy for 2024. Generally, do these every year. Especially if we know we're going to be buying right away, there's a good chance we will be. Um, so what we do is take all the sales of the previous year, um, compare them to the assessed value, and we come up with a factor uh, of what people pay over the assessed value. We take away any acres, uh, like house sales, or sales between families, and pretty much strictly farmland sales. So this year, the, the factor will be 7.1. Uh, that's what we will value the land over the assessed value. That's what I will come up with our offer to purchase right away, if that makes sense. We also have fence removal, pricing, the barbed wire fence, or woven wire, uh, and then the replacement price. for barbed wire, woven wire, and the corner posts uh, get replaced. And then the only thing with the fences, we'll pay right away to remove it, but we won't. Um, <coughs> we won't pay to put it back in unless they put it back in within two years. Questions on this? I'd recommend uh, Approval. I'll make a motion to approve this payment policy. Been a motion to approve the payment policy. Are there any questions or comments? Hearing none. All in favor? Aye. 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 You just need one copy. Yes, So the correct amount we would be awarding is 
$202,217.30. So I have a resolution um, to do that if you want the resolution of copies, but it would basically be awarding the contract and then authorizing the engineer, which would be myself, to sign the contracts once they receive. I'll make that motion. I'll second that. Any motion in the second to approve the resolution of Peterson contract $217.30 and allow Nick to make the signatures. Are any questions or comments? Hearing none. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? That resolution signed by the chair and then chosen. Okay. That was the resolution, so it was the aye. Three, 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 Good learning in the January 17, 2024 meeting. Um, one was for a box over project, one was for an asphalt project. We can't award it today, but I will give you the bid tabs. We can't award it because they haven't given us the official bid tabs yet. So these are the apparent bids. So depending on the, it should be correct. Unless there's minor corrections. This one's for the box culvert. This is on the BB County line. So this box culvert, we, uh, we gave the option to do either precast or cast in place. We wanted to see the price difference. So the first one, two, three, four, five are precast contractors. The last three are cast in place contractors. So we got a pretty clear picture that cast in place isn't that competitive yet at this time. So that, that, if anything, that was nice to see with that comparison. So um, the Rogers Brothers uh, are from Eastern Iowa. We had a project with them in Calhoun. This last summer they were really good. Uh, but they're a little bit at 297 $403.72. Engineer's estimate was 277390 So we were Low on the estimate, but still good good prices. We only pay half of this. Yep, we pay half of it. So we can't award that today, but I'll bring it again a resolution to award. Other project is an HMA overlay project on M50 West Sac. About three miles of HMA overlay. As you can see, we've got five bidders for the asphalt being low at $902,850. Uh, real competitive bids here. Our engineer's estimate was $965,359. So, so good bids. Um, and again, 
they're going to start in Buchanan County. So it could be this year's or next year's. It depends on who we get to us. Do we have a road that, like that road you have in Calhoun County, that's really not? I can't really think of one. Okay, I just, yeah, yeah that's fine. Yeah, I have no problem with it for five or fifty-five hundred dollars. And this is a, this is their draft right now. I'm sure it's not going to change much. But I wouldn't ask for a motion, I guess, today to approve this. Since I'm fairly sure it's going to change a little bit, but just a good thoughts on it. I have no problem. Yeah. Cheaper than what they originally. Yeah. Okay. Um, other than all, oh, yeah, I guess I got some bad news. <laughs> 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 you got one. Okay. Okay. A little bit of bad news. Hi. Oh, well. We're not Your time's up. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Better up here. Uh, well, yeah, this is just another translation of the motor grader uh, <coughs> last Thursday, so we're down two motor right now with transmission issues. Um, they're thinking maybe it's clutch pack number five in this one, so not like the whole. But it has to go to somewhere. It's going on Fort Dodge. The other one is either going to Fort Dodge or Minneapolis. But we did get a new motivator who wasn't yesterday, so at least we have that one. And they're letting us keep the one we traded until we can get the trade. Yeah. So we'll have to figure this out. Otherwise, that's what I got. Are those newer road trainers? No. They're one at 11,500 on it. This one's closer to 12. Historically, we've tried to trade them about 10,000. But we just keep getting a little behind it. And this happens. So.
would they still plan on uh, putting the sewer in from Sac City out there, or would they do it? Not at this time. Not at this time. Yeah, when we got our um, initial estimates for that project, water and sewer was, was so we'll be looking for a water capacity similar to what we would have gotten from Sac City, and if not, then we've got to decide based on what they find when they start drilling, what how that guides our marking, and then we'll at this time we're counting on uh, septic and lagoons and the like to, to take the to take the waste water, but. Uh, some of that's still in flux a little bit. All of it's all going to be water. But as soon as we can identify, we think we will, as soon as we can identify a uh, water source, you know, adequate for industrial, commercial use, then we'll get busy on, uh, and that cost, uh, then we get busy on streets, curvy gutter, more of that layout, and get estimates on that so that we can. Keep going in earnest on planning for the development of the infrastructure for that park. So we've got a well, uh, uh, a well digger that's going to come out before long, before next weeks, months, before spring, and and get that work done. And the reason I came along was because you know our arrangement is corn by power supplier, corn belt power uh, with a half a million. Raccoon Valley has dedicated a half of money, and so does the county. Corn Belts and Raccoon Valley's money actually comes out of our revolving loan fund. And so we'll be loaning that money out. But if you remember, Corn Belt and Raccoon Valley are guaranteeing the payments on that. So if something would happen and it takes longer to develop that than to sell the land off and get the money back, we're guaranteeing those payments. Nobody's going to get caught with our money. Yours, as I understand it, the county per, uh, third of the arrangement is uh, not a loan, it's, it's cash. And so what we're looking at is if Corn Belt and Raccoon Valley both participate in the $30,000, dollars $50,000 of, of identifying how much water we get through digging a well, we start the clock on a loan that has a two-year deferral of payments. And if we start that with the well digging, then we're starting a clock on before the payments have to start back, before uh, before payments have to start back to the loan fund, and uh, without ever having any numbers yet on streets curbs. So we just for the project we feel like it's more efficient if we would request from the county you put up the money for the well up front, then if, let's say for easy figure and let's say that's. $40,000. The next $80,000 towards the project comes from splitting between Corn Belt and Raccoon Valley without you guys having to participate. That's when we will activate the loan. That's when we will get going on, on those things. So I think the, the, the question becomes is that something you'd be willing to think about, to think about doing, and how would the, how would the what's the timing of the money coming to, to pay for that? Um, an estimated anyway. I don't know. I know nothing about how the hardware works. So. I have no problem. With that. No, I think we gotta we gotta get moving on this. You know, if we can now, for a year and a half down the road, we need to push it. I think. 
get some water out there and hopefully we'll get some interest. Yeah, well, guys, Do we have any interest as of right now? Talking people, uh, it's just hard without knowing the capacity of the water out there. We figured out with that six and a half million to get water and sewer out there, you're going to have to sell them. I don't remember the figure, but it was $70,000 or $80,000 to get the building out there. And that's just crazy. You know, you recoup your cost and put that out there. And it's a, a lot cheaper avenue. And then the septic system, maybe if it takes off, maybe down the road, you could. After we get our first business out there, it opens the door for us to apply for things like EPA funds for other types of infrastructure and other grants and loans. Yeah. Without a problem, you don't get that. You don't have that access. Yeah. 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 So, this is a cash flow issue more than anything else from the project's perspective. I would, I would like to see it get going. Yeah, I would too. I'll make a motion that we approve this article. Request fifty thousand. Well, I'll second it. There's been a motion and a second to approve the fifty thousand dollar article request. Are there any questions or comments, additional? With the twenty, I, I just have one question. The figure that you, the balance of what you. Davis. We need to yeah. look at those. And those we just balance. talked about 25000 and now we got another 50000 That exceeds the balance that you have in front of us. That's what I was actually that, just going to bring up. Because, um, uh, I we, would like we still have some, some things that have already been purchased that have not been. The, the difference becomes what's been earmarked and what's actually been spent. Um, yes. The, the monies that have not been spent are still sitting there. We have a lot of projects that were approved at a certain dollar amount. And I want one of the things I'd like to do is to make contact with these departments and find out for sure if their projects are completed. If their projects are completed, there's some monies that can go back into that pot. Um, you know, I think, I think some of their applications were probably a little high. You know, we've got a few of them that have two or three thousand dollars left. Um, you know, that that hasn't been spent yet. We also have some that, like for example, the auditor's office when we did our electronic records, we also built into that. I think it was two years of our maintenance fees. So you know, some of that is maintenance fees that's sitting out there. There is money that hasn't been spent. What's been earmarked? This would take you over that by about you know a little over ten thousand dollars. But I know of a couple projects for sure that aren't going to be what they've been approved for. So, but I would I would ask that the board of supervisors contact those people that have made application and have been approved and find out what the what the remaining balances are needed or if they're just overestimated. I can tell you, conservation is overestimated. Yeah. And, and that's why I'd ask the supervisors to do that because you know, you're all you all serve on those committees, so you know the projects and what they've done. The last figures I got on that Grant Park project with the shelter was brought up two hundred twenty-five thousand, and there's still three hundred twenty-one thousand left remaining in that. So you're looking at we're safe figuring eighty to ninety thousand. 
that will come but back. But he, he's going to use some more of that or going to get reapplied for that well. He's got a little bit of pay on that well because they want to pay for them. And that's, that's what we need to know. Or open ours is more than what we'll spend on ours, too. But yeah, so we're in right. the same boat as everybody. As them, right. right. Sure. And there's 59,000 coming back from Pleasant Hill. But we need to have a we need to have I, a positive balance in there. I think I am going to need something in writing on some of that yeah. stuff for the reporting purposes right. of it, um, because well. everything. I'm guessing you guys. I mean, because I've got to have something when I report that that these projects have already been approved in in the reporting portal. You have to show the amount that they were approved for, what's been spent each fiscal year. And then it gives you a, a remaining. If that isn't going to jive, then it's not going to let me finish that report. So somewhere I'll have to have something that shows what's you going back up, into those projects. You can the letter and we can all sign it. But uh, we talked to Public Health last week and told them that they were got what they had gotten was all they're getting. If they wanted money for furniture, they had to make okay. another Do another report. request. So okay. we can draw something up and either the chairman sign it or we all sign it. That's is there any way that you can go through all of these and tell us which ones are, have outstanding money? It's on that report right here. Remaining the four right column. That right hand column is the remaining bill. And like Renee said, there's a couple of those that have some remaining balance, but they're committed to maintenance fees or whatever for that particular project. Yeah, I'm. I'm for example, you know, Jim Bullock's motor coach, you know, he was approved at 94000 He's still sitting with 3300 of that left. But, so, are, I mean, do we need something from him then that says that that's project, that project is complete? Or are you guys deciding that that project is complete? Or mm -hmm. are we... I'll call him. If I can get Chris to get you the final number to our well. Uh, I don't think it's an issue for any of this. It's just going to be an issue when I have to do the reporting. Yeah. It was just, you know, a rough figure. In there. Right. 100. And Ben so, should have the stuff for, from the public health. Yeah. I'm going to take 25 out from what the public health money, that's what he reports about. <laughs>
the board side. We'll figure That's something out. Yeah. Need to contact and see what the Well, they were told last week they weren't getting any more money. They needed to come up with some bids for furniture. Right. And submit yeah. another claim for apartment. So I think they were made aware last week that what they've got is what they're getting until they resubmit. Would you agree with that? Yes. 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 Yeah. I just don't want that project because we're making we're making those decisions. I don't want that project just to die and all the work that they did on the building. I don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna be used. All they, all they need those furniture. examination rooms and things like that. I mean we done we've done all the work and but I mean that's that's just my thought. And I just I wanna see that project completed. Well, we're getting down to the time where we got to have this all earmarked by the end yeah. of the year. Mm -hmm. So the sooner we get that done, yeah. the sooner your headaches are right. gone. Right, yeah, I agree with that. So, But if, like if I called Jim Bullock for that uh, remaining money he has left in that, does he have to come in and sign something off for that he's done or just that he's... I, I don't... I mean, if you can tell us that he's done with that. I, that he's done with that project. I'm I'm gonna say I would prefer to have something signed. For him? Okay. Because I think our auditors are gonna yeah. want something. Just and, saying that he's finished and, with the project. I mean I. I guess I I would prefer that's, to have that's something. Probably okay. That way. I just have him. I think our CPAs make will a, make a letter want. up saying he's done with that project. Yeah. Okay. Very good. The conservation, hopefully, by and and we can, you know, we can make up something in our office that five, real quick that way. That's what. <laughs> just a general, yeah. yeah. As of right. this date, just a minute. Okay, I'll have them stop. We'll figure that out. Sure. Yeah. Kind of a form letter out.